Hey, Brandon, pour me another one. <sighs> What's up, man? Man, man, oh man, we back. Oh man, you drinking some of the Beach Drive? Nah, this is a uh, optimal whip. This is uh, my this is my go to. Y'all faithful. see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we can see that. Beach Drive didn't last long. It's too good. Yeah, it's too good, man. They got it at Pinstripes. I told you that. So that's that's why I tasted it, and I quickly threw up the bad signal. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we got to hit Pinstripes anyway. Hey, man, I'm always. Um, man. Any anybody uh, tuning in? If you guys are looking for a chill spot to go, grab a good drink, <clears throat> Pinstripes in Georgetown. Yeah, good food. Definitely if you, if you feel like um, bowling, you could do it in Pinstripes. Um, <clears throat> what else? Pinstripes has brunch on Sundays where you can mm. get your pictures of, uh, you know, mimosa, and it can either be, like, orange, um, cranberry. Wow. I think they have a couple other flavors. And, and they usually have uh, waffles. It's like a breakfast brunch thing. Well, it's brunch. Duh. Waffles, omelets, steak. Yeah. Um, you can yeah. get a meal there. You can have a good meal. You can have numerous meals, honestly. You'll leave well-fed. Yeah. Wow. Tell them Kenny sent you, man. You'll be good. <clears throat> Actually, my name probably won't hold any, <clears throat> any weight in there. But anyway, welcome back, y'all. Where y'all been, man? <laughs> I know. I'm trying to figure out where y'all been at, man. Y'all really been ducking been us. Been looking for y'all. It's actually out of control. <laughs> yeah. But we're back home, man. Um. Yeah, I, I got to say shout out to your background, man. It's actually it's, it's very fresh. Thanks, very man. Very fresh. This is my I studio need, room. Yeah, it's actually really cool. I need to catch up. Um, yeah, man. I see the uh, I see the Ciroc in the back. Is that, is, is that what you're sipping on? Yeah, unfortunately, man, I have this this big industrial sized bottle that you they bring out with the sparklers. Um, yeah. at Opera, uh, but I just so happened to have this bottle and I ran out of whiskey, so I thought I'd have a little of that tonight. <coughs> Mixed it with a little fruit punch, so I got a glass right here. Let's see, it pulling up to the camera. Ciroc. <laughs> it was coming. That was insane, man. He said, "Baby, don't you stop." Oh, oh, oh. Yo, they were faded. We got something in common. Ciroc. That's crazy to be like. Drink responsibility. How you drink responsibility? I don't even know what that means. <clears throat> Neither did he. Wow. Stop. <laughs> man, he's a wild boy, man. Shout out to Bobby Brown. Shout out to Keith Sweat. He's a man in there ever. Yeah, man. Legends. Legends. Ever. R&B legends, man. Is Bobby Brown the king of R&B? Um... Uh, no, <clears throat> but he. <laughs> okay, no. I okay. I wasn't sure if that's if that's how you no. felt. I think he I'm, was before before Usher came out. Is Chris Brown the new the new Bobby Brown? Well, he, Chris Brown wasn't in a in a group. I don't think he wasn't in a prominent group like like uh, Bobby Brown was. That's how okay. Bobby got started. Bobby, Bobby, fair. fair. But um. I mean, is Chris Brown the most prominent R and B figure now? Yes. Yeah, you know, I was I was thinking about um kind of some of the most well known R and B guys in the game right now. Um and I, I, I'm I'm just really kinda I'm gaining more hope. You good over there? Yeah. <laughs> the punch. <laughs> I'm exactly gaining more hope. Good. It, I'm sure it looks good. That's Surak. Yeah, that's that's it right um, there. Green Yeah, apple. I'm i I'm gaining more hope, man. Like I just I feel like um 
for a while there, um, you know, R&B female artists were, were kind of taking over the game, and I kind of feel like they still are, which is completely mm-hmm. fine. But Absolutely. I think that the, the fellas are really stepping it up too. You know, uh, there's definitely a, who? there's a hand, there's a handful of guys that I'm just like, yeah, I'm watching you. You know, who? Well, technically, Silk Sonic is in that category. Silk Sonic is in that category. But who uh, else? I'm liking Tone Tone Stith. Is that how you say his name? I think so. Lucky Day just dropped an album. That's um, true. Can't complain about it. Um, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple of guys that you know that are still doing it. Um, somebody that I, I kind of want to hear more music from, um, and I I want I want to like his music more because it's like hit or miss for me. Is Bryson Tiller? I, I feel like he's had like a couple of songs where I'm like, it's there, mm. it's there, and I want more of it. Um, but I think that maybe he just kind of he knows his fan base, and um, he's given the fan the fan base you know what they want when they want it. So. At don't. the end of the day, yeah, exactly. I want I want it more. Or don't um, don't. I, I I don't. I think he's finished. Honestly, I think he's he's done making music. I know he like. I don't know if he got married, but he like had a kid and and he's been like chilling. I think he's somebody who. I don't, I wonder if he actually wanted to be an artist or if he just really wanted to be a, a writer and he just had a couple songs that blew up. Yeah, like I know his that. trap soul went crazy. That definitely like spawned a new era, for sure. And yeah. I'd be. But um, he hasn't really been dropping music as consistently, so it's just like okay. Yeah, I don't know. I question guys like that, like um, who could drop more music if they wanted to, and I'm just kind of like, what's the reason? Is mm-hmm. it is it's not there? You're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like person artist, who does that that I'm okay with is is uh, Frank Ocean. And well, yeah, Frank Ocean, yeah, Frank Ocean to me is like the Andre three thousand of the the present day. Like, perfect. We're we're like. We're very fortunate to get a, a song from him, and he doesn't really miss. Um, I don't know. I think you kind of call called those those individuals like a unicorn. Um, yeah. You don't really see them out in public. When they pop up, it's like, oh wow, that's kind of cool. And yeah, they don't miss. Yeah, he just so, does his own thing. Um, so, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I mean, like I guess Bryson could drop some more music if he wanted to. I mean, I'm I'm not necessarily looking for it, but I I, I don't. I used to like his music when he used to just drop stuff on SoundCloud, like when the SoundCloud era was popping. I liked those songs better than like his album cuts. Same with um, Party Next Door when he was doing mixtapes and SoundCloud stuff. That stuff was cooler. Yeah. Um, he's another person who's been missing for a long time. Um, I don't know if people consider him R&B or not. More like alternative R&B, but... I'll give him R&B. I mean, if we're, you know, if we're giving Silk Sonic R&B, yeah. because that, that just kind of gives, gives you different layers of R&B. Sure. Um, and I'm I'm good with that because for a minute people kept trying to say R&B was dead. I'm yeah. like, nah, it's just in a different space. It doesn't sound like early 2000s R&B anymore. And mm-hmm. you got artists like Tory Lanez who kind of who who can dip in that and pull that type of stuff back, but make it sure. cool in his own way. Yeah. I'm not saying like Tory Lanez is an R&B artist, but just using him as an example because he, you know, was able to pull from that era in music um, sure. with some of his latest stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some I, I think uh, it's just people, artists don't need to follow what a label says anymore as far as like the kind of music you know. So everything is based on the individual. Like everyone is doing what they want to do. Um, exactly. And the labels are letting them do that because I mean a lot of artists are kicking off their careers as independent artists first, 
So be, being that you established your fan base before you signed a major deal, making the music that you want to make, now it's like, well, I don't have to listen to you guys and change it because this is how I got here. Right. So it's like the children of R&B. You got the different, many different faces to it. You got your alternative R&B. Um, yeah, all all the different sounds and it, it, all of it is working. So I'm enjoying yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, we definitely have a lot to get to. I know we're t- we kind of dipped a little bit. We always um, do, man. We're we're gonna talk about the Grammys. Um, there's a lot to talk about with that. We will talk about <clears throat> the Oscars. Word. I'm actually really ready for that conversation. Mm. Um, but before we get to that, what you been up to? Like, you know, how was your day? How was your how's your week? How was your week? Um, yeah. I appreciate you asking, on? brother. Man, I'm I'm yeah. chilling, man. I'm you know me working, working as always. Um, I think I think it's time for me to to put out some more music. Um, Party Girls uh, in in five weeks became my most streamed song of all time. Nice. Um, over Drink Cry Sleep was my number one song for my entire, I guess, official career, releasing music. Um, and that came out in 2017. So, yeah. What's nice. that? Five years. So yeah, five weeks uh, versus five years, and yeah, Party Girls has been going crazy. Shout out to everybody who participated in the challenge and is still I participating. Try- I was trying to get in there, bro. I was. Nice. I was trying to get in. <laughs> I, re- I no. I really appreciate you just wanting to participate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I tried there to were get some in guys there, that jump in. And one of one of the That's most crazy. viewed videos of the the Party Girls challenge, like when you click on the sound, there are a group of guys who are they're cheerleaders. Okay. And so they're like. Like maybe three or four guys and maybe one girl or something like that, and they're like doing the challenge. It is I've watched all of them, of course I did. Okay, yeah, I couldn't believe yeah. that this thing was moving. So uh, those are funny. And I commented. I tried to comment and comment on as many of those as I could, just people participating because I really appreciate it. But then it yep. kind of it blew up. Um, so I, I still got a lot of them to, to get to. But I've I've seen them all. I'm, I'm grateful and thankful for them all. Streams going crazy. Shazam's going crazy. And I think um, nice. So we'll consider this a successful uh, marketing uh, plan. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of these episodes we got to get you to to share out. You know, let us know some sure. of the angles and routes that you took mm-hmm. um, because we know we have a lot of artists that listen to us, and anytime that we're able to share our experiences, um, you know, we're gonna do it because that's why we're here. Um, we're still learning, and yeah. um, it's cool to be able to share. And if you guys have things as artists that you think that would be helpful to us, please DM us and uh, or leave us in the comments and feel free to share because that's 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 how that's how it should work, right? You know. Yeah, and and maybe one day we'll start to bring some artists up here, you know, and, and interview and, and just sit down. And, it doesn't have to be an official interview, but we could just rap with some of you guys. So as you drop new music, start sending it to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got songs coming up. If you want us to hear it and, and review it. Or just just vibe to it before it comes out, and then when it does come out, you want to try, to, you want to come on the show. Let's let's get it in. Let's start doing that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. That's that's what it's about. We're just we're looking to build a community. For know? sure. So this is how we do it. We're gonna use our platform. We're gonna we're gonna um, highlight you and what you do because we're we are artists. We're for artists by artists. That's yeah. Like, I like that. That's Fubu was for us by us. So that's Faba. Dang, we could start a new a uh, new brand. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the dude that uh, played Wendell on Friday? Faison? Faison? <laughs> Faison Love? Worm. Big Worm? Yeah, Faison's a wild. He, he Wait, said, he played, don't he played play Wendell. with me, Smokey. 
but his name was Wendell on one of these shows. What, what show was that? Uh, I don't know, but you play too much. Oh, that's a, was it, he was on um, Parenthood. Parenthood, and he was Wendell. Was Robert Townsend. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yes, he was Big Perm. I mean, Big Worm. Big, big Perm. Big Worm. <laughs> he was Wendell, man. That's a, that's a good black show that we don't really see too much of anymore. Um, but yeah. it, was, it was solid. Hilarious, yeah. man. Things I love. Yeah, man. We gonna um, start that that clothing brand, man. Faba, or, or we could do it backwards. Buy us for us, Bafa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gonna we gonna. Yeah, I about to say that might, that might be a little tough. On I'm just trying to you know how guys Fubu used to like have the whole shirt covered with Fubu. I'm just trying to imagine that. Well, first of all, I used like to that. rock. I used to rock the Fubu. Yeah, of course. I had some uh, Fubu pants I, I wore at at least once or twice a week. And don't judge me for wearing the, the same pants. Twice in the same week. My mom was definitely on the laundry back in the day. Hey, um, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> all, I, all I can say is I've done the same at some point in my life. Hey, man, look, it, you know, it's okay to wear those pair of jeans, like, you know, at school one day and then on the weekend, bust them out again. Everybody didn't see you on the weekend. The same people that saw you in school, ah. it's all good. What, what um, big you say the ones I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays? Is that what it, was it Mondays and Wednesdays? I think that's I think that's what he said. That's crazy. Yeah. That's too close. <laughs> that's too close. No, I don't wear the nah, same. If you're gonna do year. that, you wear um wear Monday and wear them either Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good distance. Mondays um, and Wednesday. Yeah, I'm so when tigers on my shirts and alligators. You want to see the inside? First of all, that's something I've never done and I will never do. I ain't never gonna fake no merch. If I ain't got it to buy it, I ain't wearing it. <laughs> I'm not spending the time to show no alligators on those shirts. It ain't happening. Nah, no chance. Uh-uh. Yeah, if you I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever come with it. It's okay if you can't get it. Yeah, it's all good. I'm going <clears> to <throat> wear whatever I got. I'm not going to pull up in those shacks, but I didn't go to the store and buy the Jordan, so it is what it is. Yeah, man. Uh, there's different ways to be fresh. Let me ask you a question. Um, man, here you go, man. <laughs> here you go. Is this nasty or naw? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't even yeah, know I we gotta, were getting one of these today. I got to I gotta know. <laughs> Is it nasty? Um, let, me, let, me, let, me figure, let me figure out how I want to ask this question. No, how you, how you want to you formulate? Yeah. Uh, nasty or, or nah? I'm going to come back to it. My fault. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to oh, it. Oh, man. Cause it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna fit in a better spot later on. Okay. Um. But yeah, but before before we jump over, I must actually share about how my week has been. Please um, tell me. Yeah, it's been it's been a good but long week. I, I've been very busy. Um, mm-hmm. I kicked off promo. I have a, a single coming out that I'm excited about. Um, it'll be dropping this Friday. It's called Different. Um, and yeah, yeah I'm. You go ahead, tell tell us that two more times. I got a single that's dropping this Friday. Uh, it's called Different, and uh, I got a single dropping this Friday that's called Different. If y'all didn't uh, know that. Oh, so, yeah, drop promo. Uh, I'm excited about this one. It's a it's a different sound for me, which <laughs> no pun intended. But yes, yeah, a different sound for me. Um, I think that you know people will like it. Dropped a little little snippet of it, and feels like people were were definitely uh, feeling it. So, yeah, yeah. hopefully you hope. should give them another snippet, snippet with a little more. I might oh, have to. Just, yeah, I, you might have to. I, we might can do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you beat me to it. Might can do something. Yeah, man. Um, Good for so you. yeah, congratulations appreciate that and um you know today uh was able to perform at the cherry blossom festival parade and oddly enough i met freddie jackson today 
um, which was <laughs> I did not realize that that's who it was. Freddie, I, I wa- Freddie Jackson, who? Freddie Jackson, Freddie Jackson. Who, who, who's Freddie Jackson? Freddie Jackson. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull up. Let me pull up. <laughs> let me pull up there. Because <laughs> that's on, you know. Because oddly enough, Freddie Jackson is a very common name. It is. So it is. you know, it could be. Oh no, I'm thinking that's Freddie Prince Jr. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. So you talking uh, Freddie Jackson? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to pull up his stuff, man. Hold on, give me one second. Give me one second. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up. I'm trying to pull up his. <laughs> uh, here we, oh, okay, here we go. Um, rock me tonight. Freddie oh, Jackson. Rock with me tonight. Yeah. Ooh, yeah okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try to play. Don't try to play. Nah, me. I just thought maybe you know Michael and them had another brother that we didn't know about. You know. Oh yeah. Tito. You know, was it Marlon? I think there was a Freddie, right? Not, I, don't, I think so. What, what do you think he played? Because I know who played the guitar in the Jackson Five. Um. Maybe maybe Freddie played the tambourine. Yeah, that's crazy. That's actually that's a joke, y'all. I don't I don't know what instruments they played. I think no, Marlon was the one that was on like almost the same age as Michael. The older brother played the guitar. This is the one right here. You are my lady. Not saying that one. You are my lady. Uh, you yeah. Are yeah, that's a classic. You're everything I need. Yeah. Oh, the he background was vocals on that one. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, he was killing the '80s. Honestly, shout out to Freddie, man. What was he talking about? Uh he was a cool dude. I, I, I walked past him. I was like, uh, "Your your blazer is fresh." So I appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate the young blood. Appreciate that. Young blood. Um, and then yeah, you know, later on, I found out um, that he was Freddie Jackson and had some good conversation, shared some you know good good tips and. Um, it's crazy. He's sixty five, man, but he looks like he could, he could pass for like forty five. Honestly, hey, man, it means to take care. So drink water, mind this business. That's it. Drinking water, having Popeyes every other day. Um, I, I, I got. I hope not. <laughs> I haven't had Popeyes in, in in a minute, bro. I'm, I'm trying to get back in shape, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ramping up. You know how like the basketball players when they get injured and they start, they try to come back. They ramping up. I'm ramping up for uh, for the summer bod, man. So I did a okay. did a two a day today. Wow, and, you know that's and, crazy. Uh, I, yeah, I can't remember the last time I had. A, I did a two a day. <laughs> I did a two a day, man. Once in the morning and once uh, I was out here running these sprints, man. I'm trying to tighten up. Ramping okay. up. Ramping up for the playoffs. Yeah. You know Playoff I mean? season is coming. Uh I'm not I'm you brought it up. I'm not I'm not going in that direction. Come on. Um man. but I'm gonna say a shout out to the LA Lakers, man. Y'all had a really good season. Uh <laughs> so next on the list. Uh my, you my are Miami. so disrespectful, man. I just I like, didn't bring it up. Because what's up. funny about it is I think, you know, I, I get why you're bitter because we're the team that just beat you less than two years ago in the finals, had Jimmy Butler looking like he was getting beat like a slave. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy was, he was bent over, sweating, drenched. Jimmy was in yeah. the field and it wasn't enough. His name enough. is Toby. You know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know what? We had a, um, we got, we got a clean house. We need to clean house and, uh, we need to get okay, healthy. Yeah. And, yeah, man. So, so we we brought in some some good young players. Now we're gonna revamp this roster for sure, uh, and then we'll see what's up. We're gonna be all right. But okay. um, don't forget, we just got a we just got a ring, and uh, it's number seventeen. Hey, man, that's good. That's good. Yeah. How many y'all got down um, there in Miami? Four. Um, four of them. And I'm, go- and I'm good with it. You got I'm one just... with one with D Wade. No, you got three with D Wade. Got two at Sh- two at Shaq and D Wade. 
we got no, one. You got, you got one with Shaq and D Wade. They just got one. They got one with Shaq and D Wade. They got one, and, they got and, then, and then Bosh. I thought Bosh. Um, oh, they got Bosh, LeBron, and, and D Wade got two. So that's two. three. Okay, and then okay, you got yeah. one with like Alonzo Mourning too, right? Yes. So yes. that's four of them things. Uh, don't try to don't yeah. try to you know Shaq my favorite player all the time but don't try to squeeze an extra wing in yeah I'm not, yeah you're right you're right I got dirt on you doggy yeah hey, you remember look, that interview I, when Cameron said that nah he was on like the news he's on like CNN and he was like I got dirt oh, on you doggy yeah I do remember that because they were trying Good to talk way. about rap music uh, being a bad influence mm-hmm. the same way they talking about drill music now but we gonna leave that alone for right now yeah so I'm I'm gonna jump back to my nastier and all okay. I'm gonna jump back to it. Uh, nasty or no? Sharing an Uber. That's is that it, that's nasty? Over. That's it. Is it nasty or no? No, not necessarily. Okay, who are you sharing it with though? I mean, you you tell me. You, I mean, I think you can you can share it with the homies. Some people have jobs that um, will pay for you to ride Uber pool, mm-hmm. so you'll share it with randoms. Yep. But I mean, if it's free, let it be. Yeah. I, I definitely, I used to be, I used to be the, one of those people I would pull yeah. and um, be in there at random. So that was, that was pre-pandemic. Yeah. I don't see them um, going back to that for another couple of years. So you can't pull anymore? I don't think you can. Not right now. Okay. Okay. I wasn't You can sure. bring the homies with you and then split the payment as far as I know. Here we go. Nasty or no? You already know where we're going next with this. You stand up for your wife. Jesus Christ. And then she says, I don't need protection. Is that nasty or not? Nah? She's a nasty woman for that. <laughs> the dirtiest. The dir- <laughs> She's the dirtiest. <laughs> chill. Chill. Listen, um, so I don't know if those reports are confirmed. It's, but, uh, it's confirmed, man. Come on, man. You know what, man? I'm not going to speak of nobody relationship and nothing like that. Only the things that I see and, and you know... Some of us have experienced some of those situations where it's a, it's a little toxic, but you caught up and you dr- drunk in love. Yeah, you can't be drunk and, in love, man. And Will is definitely drunk in love. Did you see the clip of um, they showed it from a different angle after Will went on on stage and slapped fire out of Chris Rock? Yeah. When he came back and sat back down and Chris Rock was like, Will Smith just slapped me. And everybody laughed. Did you see Jada laugh too? Yeah, she's 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 insane. She's insane. <laughs> I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna, gonna say that. Say <laughs> I'm gonna say that because uh, who's not shaking up? First of all, how you how you didn't flinch? I understand that she was with Tupac, and you you probably lived that life. But how are you not shaking up at the fact that your husband just went up there in front of everybody, millions of people, and slapped the, the spit, taste. slapped the comedy out of Chris Rock. He wasn't funny no more. <laughs> he slapped the SNL out yeah, of. Yeah. Chris Rock, and then you're not even shaking up. You laugh. She said she had the head, the head laugh. <laughs> I was like, she oh, did the low down, dirty shame laugh. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Honestly, I, I, I feel like Will Smith has always been kind of pulling her along. You know what I mean? I've never really thought they were on the same level. Definitely not like career wise, because um, I mean, Will is a list for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. But Jada is not, and we don't need to ever. And this, this is not to bash or anything like that, um, but I just think it's very interesting. And then you'll see other things come out. Like there was a video that came out where she was like uh, asking him, 
questions, but holding like her camera in her face, his face, and it was like they didn't plan it. So he was like, "Please, I would like that you not record me without my me knowing. You know, social media is my bread and butter." So it was. Wait, wait. I, <clears throat> what happened? There is a, a older video that came out recently um, at post uh, the slap hashtag okay. the slap and hashtag um, the slap. That's hashtag good. Hashtag the slap. Yeah. And. She, uh, I guess it was right after they had some sort of like interview as a couple, or they went to therapy. Something like that happened, and yeah. Jada um, took the phone and she was recording Will's reaction as she asked him questions about whatever it was that they did. And he was like, "I would like it if you if you don't record me without me knowing or without my permission, that kind of thing." And I was like, "Man, he he got some some stuff going on over there. Um, it's unfortunate." Um. But he, I mean, let's, did he have to slap him? No. Yeah, I was about to say, let's just get to it, man. Let's get, let's yeah, get to it. So, yeah, as we all know, um, as the entire world knows, um, Chris Rock made a joke about um, Jada Pickett, like a, about her being G.I. Jane, which is originally a movie, I think, with Demi, Demi Moore. It's actually, it's a classic movie. Um, who, that character's bald. Jada apparently has vitiligo, not vitiligo. <laughs> Vitiligo is the the illness of the skin where your skin is lighter. She actually has alopecia, which is the one where your hair kind of like falls out or and you go bald. Mm-hmm. So the joke was taken as insensitive by Will Smith um, and by plenty of others because um, Jada had made it very public that she was battling with alopecia, yeah, um, which is why her head is shaved. Uh, Will Smith didn't like the joke, ran up on stage, um, and he took it from here. And he mm-hmm. swiped it all the way up, like all the way across my screen. So yeah, from yeah. here to here is how he, he swiped, slapped. He swiped that card. Swiping no swiping. Yeah. Yeah. I know Chris Rock face was hot after that. And that uh, thing was on he, fire. Yeah, like you got a good slap from your mama when you start when you talk back. Woo! Face was hot, boy. So um and then Will sat back down. Chris maintained his professionalism and then Will did proceed to tell him to keep his keep my wife's name. I'm <laughs> He said, keep my wife's name. Oh, Yeah. Uh, and he's, Chris said, I'm going to. And I said, oh, that's it right there. Oh, man. Checkmate. Um, so it was an unfortunate situation. We definitely don't want to see two black men up there like that. Um, I am not someone who cares about where it was at. Because people keep saying, oh, my God, you did it at the Oscars in front of all these people. We not we not out here trying to save face for other people and other races just because, um, you know, a lot of people are doing things now like coming out saying, "Oh, Will Smith should give back his Oscar because he actually won Actor of the Year." Uh, was it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, yeah, best actor, best actor. best actor award, the best actor award. Pretty much right after that, he gave us a nice speech, um, which is like the highest uh, honor. Um, yeah, highest honor yeah. an actor can get for sure. Um, so, I mean, he, he still had a great night. Um, and then he, he got comforted from Denzel Washington, uh, Tyler Perry, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, a lot of people supporting Will in that. So it's an unfortunate situation. He, did he have to slap him? No. Was he right or wrong? Eh. It's up for interpretation. Yeah. Um, but I, of course people can understand you, um, just defending your family, you know, um, you know, time and a place. He probably could have called him backstage for real, for real. Yeah. Uh, what you think? Yeah, kind of what you said at the end there. I was gonna say. I feel like the 
typical, you know, expected Will Smith response would have been catching backstage, you know, hey, listen, man, that was disrespectful. You should apologize to my wife, so on and so forth. Um, I think that we saw him in a moment that was highly unlikely, um, but I feel like it probably was bound to happen in some way, shape, or form. And it just happened to, yeah, it just happened to be that night at the Oscars when he's accepted an award that he was long overdue for receiving anyway. And it just happened to be Chris Rock. You know what I mean? And um, for me, I was actually the day, the day after, I was kind of a little messed up because it was just two um, A-list celebrities who are really important to our uh, culture mm-hmm. and, you know, the the history of us in entertainment. And it just kind of messed me up a little bit to see that moment so public. Um, and when, actually, at first when it happened, I thought it was fake. I thought it was scripted. Um, but I knew it wasn't scripted after w- when Will sat down and said, Keep my money out your mouth. And then I could see how flustered Chris Rock was. Yeah, he kept it together. He kept it together. He kept it professional. But you could tell he was thrown off and yeah. shaken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is not fake at all. Um, my yeah. thoughts, I feel like um, Will's initial reaction was how Will normally probably would have handled it. He laughed it off. Now, granted, I don't know if he actually heard the joke and if he was just like trying to laugh for the cameras because they're in the front row. These yeah. are uh, professional actors and people who have been prepped and you know prepped for this night. And you sitting in the front row, you know that the camera's going to be on you. You need to be mm-hmm. smiling, looking, you know, laughing, even if you're not even listening. So I'm not even sure if he really heard it. Um, but if he did hear it, I think that his reaction was what we expected him to do. Laugh it off. Never knew it was an issue. Yeah. But when he looked over at Jada and saw that she had a problem with it, I was like, this is personal. That's That was what I felt like. I was like, uh, <clears throat> they have some history going on. Jada doesn't like Chris Rock too much. You know, we already saw the clip from 2016 when he hosted the Oscars and, you know, he took a stab at her because um, Will and Jada were standing up about, um, you know, Oscar black so people. Yeah. yeah. Oscar so white. Um, our people, black people feeling like we weren't necessarily represented well and we weren't given equal opportunity in the um, in the acting industry or film industry. And um, they were standing up for something that I felt was very important. And I didn't necessarily feel like what Chris Rock was saying was in support of that and it was a really important cause you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i just felt like it was just the wrong approach and or the wrong joke sure. so here we are six years later fast forward and you put you say the wrong joke again and sometimes the wrong the wrong thing being said has to be corrected i feel like um well i feel like will definitely had other options to correct it mm-hmm. but um i feel like at this at this point maybe something like this needed to happen for people to show him a little bit more respect. Um, you can be the nice guy forever, but at, at some point you got to stand up for yourself and, and for your yeah. wife and your family and get that respect. And um, I think that his respect should have been earned from him being a nice guy. Um, but a lot of people tried to kind of sidestep that and not give him that. And I think in this case he had to, he had to go ahead and um, get his respect in a different way. Um, so yeah. I think I think that the punishment was a little harsh with uh, them banning him from for ten years, but I just don't even think that Will Smith cares too much. Yeah. Um, he's still gonna make great movies. Still gonna be a great he actor. Still has the highest award. Still got the highest. He's, yeah, he's, it's etched in history. I think he he's in a really unique position because 
I think this situation and also like with the red table talk, like when they talked about uh, Jada being involved with um, August Alcina, who was doing some very nasty work because it was like that rumor that he tried to drop a song mentioning the the uh, you know the interactions that he was having with Jada right after the Oscar. Very nasty. Um, I was like, yeah, but clearly he's trying to climb back into the light and he's trying to uh, do that. And I think that's nasty work, but whatever. Hashtag, that's nastily done for sure. Nastily. Um, There's no gnaw about that. That's nasty. Yeah, no, that's straight nasty. So, but I think Will, this has humanized Will a lot in, in our eyes. And yeah. sometimes we, people tend to idolize celebrities and, and they forget that they're human. So like seeing Will Smith's face during a Red Table Talk when Jada is talking about being involved with another man and him having to sit through that and like the pain in his face, even though he was trying to hide it. We could see that brother. Yeah. And for sure. so then like, and then just all the jokes and things that came from that, like that entanglements was a thing for a while. We remember, you know, all yeah. over social media and, um, that mixed in with hearing, you know, people joking about him and his family, people talk about his kids. Being That's crazy. Weird. All of that happens, and then and then you get to the Oscars. So then, I, I what I've been calling it is just a little black discipline. It was just a little discipline, but I think I don't even think it was about Chris Rock. Now that no. now that you really think about it, he just happened to catch it because you know he was he was picking on somebody. He probably should have left him alone. I yeah. think they have some other stuff going on in their house that that I hope they can get figured out. I hope Will can separate himself and and just get mentally healthy <clears throat> not that i think the man is crazy or he needs therapy or anything like that i just think he's in a toxic situation and but he's doing what he thinks a man should do as far as defending your family because you you picked her that's your wife so regardless of how she act you still gotta you gotta stand by that yeah um so th- it's it's unfortunate i think that um one thing that people haven't talked enough about is is jada <laughs> yeah and granted jada didn't get up there and um you know, smack uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't get up there and smack his lips off. Smack the pookie out of out of uh, Chris <laughs> Rock. She, <laughs> she didn't go do that. But but um, smack the pootie tang out of <laughs> not the pootie uh, tang. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, she she did. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna go to pootie tang. But that's actually probably one of the the, the funniest. That's one of scenes. the nastiest movies ever. But it's like one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. The scene when Chris Rock <laughs> got <laughs> jumped, got jumped by the gorilla. Come on, Come on man, that, that's 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 comedy, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that um, I think that we're not talking about Jada enough. And, and before and before you jump in on Jada, I'll say this: two realities can exist. Um. I don't the the stuff that we see about Jada and the way she moves is very very it's nasty. a little tr- it's troubling it's troubling nah it's I'm nasty I'm not gonna say that na- we're gonna say it. it's nasty work <laughs> the way she she moves sometimes is troubling but at the same time black women are not protected enough and and black women should be protected black women are the most unprotected people on the planet with that statement being said when it happens don't say I don't need protection. Because now what you're saying to other people is we don't need protection and black mm-hmm. women do need protection. And I think that what Will Smith did was not, like you said, two things can be right and wrong at the same time. Mm-hmm. What he did was he stood up for his wife. He did the right thing. He made the choice in that moment of how he wanted to do it. And he put his mm-hmm. hands on him. He's not the first man to do that. He put you know the what I mean? On him. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I just, I just feel like it's real nasty of her to be like, 
I don't need that protection. That's the that's the last thing that she should have said. With him standing up for you and taking your side and realizing that that bothered you, you should yeah. do the same did the same thing for him. Stand up for I him. I would. Yeah. I was and, watching. I was listening to another podcast and and they said um they would have been okay with hearing about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at an after party or something like that. And I was like, you know what? I agree with that. Because not not that you need to hide it from the, the viewers and stuff like that, but I think it would have been... I feel like stuff like that happens all the time. You know what I mean? You're, so that would have went over a little better. As I mean, people wouldn't get the same kind of backlash for it. But yes. at the same time, maybe it did need to happen publicly because people need to... But, but the response has been wrong because you have all these white actors and these white uh, musicians and public figures speaking out about it when it doesn't involve them. At all. And then it seems like it might be counter, like, you know, countering the overall message, which was... Don't play with black women. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that that was the overall message. Okay. For me. I think the overall message was... Keep my, oh my wife's God. name out your warm mouth. Yeah. That was the overall message. That was... I'm That's standing up. I'm standing up for my wife. I'm it's stepping... Wife. I'm stepping outside of who you guys <clears throat> know me as... Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I need to do to stand up for my my household. And he he's did. willing to he's willing to lose it all for it. Willing to lose it all, right? Yeah. For an award that he's been, I'm sure, wanting for many years, and finally got it for a role yeah. that he killed. Yeah. Who rep, he was representing two icons the, in 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 tennis. The great. I no, mean, two of the greatest athletes ever. Come on, yeah, and it was just a it was a historic night for us. Right. Yeah. The the Oscars, you know, being produced by Will Packer, a black man. It was just it was it was a great night for us, and he was willing to risk it all in that moment Mm -hmm. for his wife. It's still a great night. It was. It was, and he he still he still uh, went home and 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 got the W. And at the and at the same time, Chris Rock looks like a a stand up guy, very professional, handled himself well. Selling more tickets too. They said yeah. his tickets through the roof. They got to make more tickets. Oh, I'm sure. And then him and him and uh, Kevin Hart are going on tour together too. I know it's going to go crazy. But what so I was so the only say, thing. I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. I was going to say with your statement about like you know people saying I wish he would do it at the, at the after party. Fine. How many times have you walked away from a situation you're like man I should have I should have like did I should have did that or said that in that moment. Yeah. And I feel like Will is probably always doing that. Always doing that. He's always yeah. that person that's like I'm gonna handle this behind closed doors. Bigger you know man. I'm gonna blah blah. blah. And he was probably like, nah, I'm tired of this because that message is not getting across well to people. Sure. And, I'm, and I just felt like he has already had this conversation with Chris Rock. That wasn't the first time Chris Rock ha- has heard that, but that was that was definitely the first time he had fire slapped out of him. And he, yeah. he already said, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Now, if he does say something. He said, I'm going to. I'm going to. If he does say something moving forward, now 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 it's, ready to, it's time to throw hands. Yeah. Did you point. see his brother? Did you see Tony yeah, Rock? Tony Rock was talking crazy. Tony Rock was about that action. He said there are 10, 10 Rock brothers. That's uh, cool. The what makes it? I mean, that's cool. No, I mean, we don't. Have, it doesn't need to go that far. And I don't it think doesn't. they'll do anything. Um, at this point, it's over. Uh, but um, yeah, there was something else I was gonna say about that. I can't remember. Do what you, you do what you got to do sometimes, you know. 
for 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 the people you love, for your people, for your for your mama, for your wife, for your your sister. It don't matter who it is, your, your friends. You defend your people, man. And I mean, no, he did not have to slap that man. No, I I, I wish he would have went up there and just like whispered in his ear and and said, or just kind of took the stage and and said, "We're gonna chill on these jokes." That would have went over a little better. Of course, uh, when there are people who are of a, a lighter skin, um, controlling the the situation of course the punishment for black people is always going to be excessive because you got people like harvey weinstein and all these other people uh who have long history of being rapists and being racist and all kind of mm-hmm. things who have numerous oscars you know what i mean and, and that's all that's a part of the history none of those people have ever gotten banned so the fact that will smith is banned for a decade is cruel and unusual punishment very harsh yeah but that's how it goes um and, and we just got to live with that because that's unfortunately the the country that we live in yeah so it is what yeah. it is. Um, yeah, man. I think it's that um, I think that Will will be okay. I think he'll be just fine. And I think that Chris will be okay. And I uh, think that be just fine. It was a slap. Yeah, I think you that, all right, bro. You ain't even bleed. He didn't bleed. He didn't. I mean, he didn't. He didn't slap the lip. He didn't even fall. That means he didn't slap the lip into the. You know when you slap the lip into the teeth and your you teeth get a cut little the bit. Lip. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, yeah a little puncture. But then you gotta you try to dab it with a yeah. with a napkin and then the napkin gets stuck. Oh, it's nasty. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's all good. Everybody's gonna be just fine. But Will, I, think, I want Will to take care of his health. I think that one. Yes, I, I I do think that one day Chris and Will will share a drink, laugh about this. Um, but I do think yeah. that Will needs to protect his peace. Mm-hmm. I think that he needs to clean up whatever's going on in that household. That open relationship ain't, it ain't that ain't that ain't working, Will. That ain't you, brother. That ain't it, bro. Get out of that, King. Get out of that, King. Get out of that, King. Get out of there, Come King. Come on, man. You better than Get that. Get out of that, King. Get what? What? What is that? The uh, one of the Medea movies where he's like, he was like, Get out. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Yo, my mom had me watching a Medea movie with her. It was actually kind of good. I gotta say, which it, one it was good? It was um, it was like when it was like something Greek or something like that. It was there. Somebody's nephew was graduating from from college, and mm. um, the whole family came together, and he had like to tell him a secret. And I'm dead. Um, then the what dad, the dad, that was actually that actually was the secret. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then the dad was messing around with the lawyer because he got a divorce with the mom, and then the, it was a lot, man. It was a whole lot going on. Um, yeah. But it all tied together. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah, Shout man. Shout out to Tyler Perry. A lot of people try to go on him, man. Um, they try to talk about uh, Medea, um, they, like as as if it's like some sort of a menstrual show and, and whatever. But you know what? When when the Medea uh, saga kicked off, it was definitely giving us something that we didn't have. Yeah, man. You know, we had like something that was our own as black people, and we could go and we could support it. And and it wasn't being bougie about it. Like everybody's mama, aunties, and, and baby cousins. We was all going to the movies to watch them. And it's not like the Medea movies are the only. It's the only content that he has because one of his, I think, to date his best movie that does not have Medea in it is A Family That Prays. Mm-hmm. Have you yes. seen that one? Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. First of all, shout out to uh, Kathy Bates. She's one of the greatest actors of all time, in yeah. my opinion. Um, that's the mom? Yeah, yeah, the white mom. And then you got uh, Alfred Woodard in there. Yeah. You got, you got a lot of great people in there, man. You got Taraji's in there. Uh, who's that? Sanaa Lathan. It's a strong cast, and I can't I can't think of the husband's name, unfortunately, but he's also in um, the white guy. He's also in Yellowstone, which is like the number one drama right now on television. Mm-hmm. But that movie is is so good. It's so well written, and 
Tyler Perry just gave us something that we didn't have, and, and you have to appreciate him for that work because we've all watched Medea movies at some point. There was one that I stopped keeping up with the Medea movies once I saw the one that had Bow Wow and Tiana Taylor in it, where she was like, Barry. Oh, yeah, but that I one, yeah. That one was not good. <laughs> it was not it? good. That wasn't yeah. the one? That wasn't the one, bro, but he had so many good ones where he could take that one off. You know what I mean? It was fine. <laughs> but was I... Fine. I, I <laughs> Byron. That was the most memorable part of, of the of the movie. The Byron, like a siren. Yeah. yeah, nah, that wasn't it, bro. Yeah. But that's okay. And then you got that. But then he also is in Atlanta and he opens his own studio. With all, he buys this land. He owns the studio. And the land used to be, um, matter of fact, he might have said that at a, a couple of Oscars ago. The land used to be like a plantation where he used to keep black slaves. And now that black man owns that land and he shoots his own productions there. He has his own deal with BET on BET Plus. He practically has his own network. Yep. So you got to respect that man. I think uh, Tyler Perry did what David E. Talbert was trying to do. Um, and it just is what it is. You just got to support that. Shout out to him. Shout out to David E. Talbert. Shout out to Lee Daniels. Shout out to all the black directors doing black things. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. I know they tried to play him at that bank. That bank. We didn't forget about that. The police and the lady mm-hmm. who called the cops on him. Yeah, that's crazy. Pull out that bread. That was nasty work. That bank teller was doing some. I hope she got fired because that was nasty work. I'm sure she did. And he was so cool. He seemed like a really nice guy, man. Down he was to so earth. cool He's about it. Been giving us some great movies. Yeah. How dare you? I didn't mean to turn up. I'm a, nah, it, man. It might be the Ciroc. It's I the mean, Ciroc. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, don't you stop. I'm going to pull one more up. Man. Yeah, man. I, I'm, a, I'm on a second brew already. I got to do this with two hands. Hard pause. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and take us to the next topic, bro. Yeah, for sure. this is actually um, not a not a movie and actors uh, podcast. This is actually a music podcast. It is. We haven't really touched on much music, but we have a lot of music to talk about because the Grammys just happened. But before we get to the Grammys, um, look, one must go. Jeez. One of these must go. Okay. Everything Ch- must go. Chipotle. Uh-oh. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Subway. Chick-fil-A. Subway. Get Subway completely out of here. It's out of there. And Jared. Yeah, don't nobody be eating that, man. <laughs> Subway <laughs> used to be... Subway was black people's black people's healthy food. Oh, I'm yeah, going to yeah. I'm going to oh, I'm going to Subway. No, I'm, I'm, come, <laughs> I'm come on, girl. Subway. You know I'm trying to get in shape. I'm, I'm going to go to Subway and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put extra vegetables on everything. Extra everything on it though. Extra. Give me the extra mayo. Give me the extra ranch on the uh, extra like, ranch. It's, give me a dab of ranch. Yeah, dab of ranch. It's not healthy anymore. Pouring nah. the stuff on there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say first of all. Eat, too. First of all, all that bread. We shouldn't have eaten all that bread to be so much bread. Let's get the flat yeah. bread. I ain't eating no flat bread, man. Listen, man, Subway is completely out of there. Yeah, unfortunately. Jared's out of there. Remember Jared from Subway? Yeah, Jared is I out do. of there. They they definitely worked really hard on the rebrand, and I think they actually did a really good job. I wonder who they hired to help with that rebrand post-Jared. But that's not the here nor there. I can't remember the last time I stepped foot in the Subway unless I was just going to the bathroom. <laughs> and then they'd be like, oh, you got uh, you know how the, ba- the ones in D.C. are like, oh, you got to be a customer to use the restroom because they're, right. you know, they're discriminating against homeless people. Who want to use the bathroom and clean themselves? Whatever. Yeah, man. I'm. Yeah, no. I mean, drop it. I'm not trying to. That's I'm not real. Trying to turn up today, but it's it's a lot of things that nah, going on here. You know, when right I, I turned up working in D.C. and seeing the day that they go and tell people, homeless people they got to move their tents and stuff like that, that really pisses yeah. me off mm-hmm. because like they're not bothering anybody if they if that's where they need to you know set up and and yeah. and have where they where they live, let mm-hmm. them do what they need to do. Like 
They're not they're not loitering. They're not going into any type of businesses. But that's not what we're talking about right now. Man, I didn't mean right to now. turn up. Like, I'm no, sorry, it's okay, brother. but yeah, yeah it's we, okay, but man, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just certain stuff that. But somebody kinda... is absolutely out of there, and when I go in and yeah. I use the bathroom, and they tell me you got to be a customer, I just buy the cookie, and then I leave because that's I'm not it. eating none of them sandwiches. All right, sandwiches. I'm not eating them sandwiches. <laughs> right that's out of here. Man. I'm not gonna Shout lie to you. Chick-fil-A. A Subway sandwich sometimes gets the job done. What job? Last it's time not- I had a Subway sandwich was in college when they had that exclusive. Um, yeah. That limited time, like, Italian sub sandwich that had, like, meatballs and sausage and pepperoni on it. That joint was insane. I'm sure. I'm not eating that no more. I don't I don't mind I don't, Subway from time to time. I don't, I mean, I'm, that's not the first choice. It's I mean, not the fifth choice. Yeah, it's I mean, not I'm, the ninth choice. I'm going to go gonna to go Jersey Mike's just, first. I'm going to go to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to go to Jersey Mike's first. I'm going to go to. Jersey uh, Mike's let me use the bathroom without uh, uh, buying cookies. <laughs> <laughs> No, another random topic subway so i was on uh sh- the shade room um oh my God. and this was pretty random so but I, for the culture. I mean sometimes this is this is something i uh came across and i was like oh this is this is actually kind of interesting so um there were some shots kind of thrown and uh there was a claim of having the best show on tv and that was from franklin from stofall mm-hmm um, Idris Dan- Dance Damson, yeah, his real name. By the way, Damson in- Idris. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you, <'cause> you, <laughs> you got Idris Elba and you got Damson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> his name Damson. Damson. Damson, and then uh, Tyreek St. Patrick from Power. Um, his name Michael. I think Michael it's Michael Rainey. Rainey. Michael Rainey Junior. It's Rainey. Michael Rainey Junior. Michael <laughs> Raymond, yeah, Usher Raymond Jr. Yeah, um, yeah. Raymond versus Raymond. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Power versus Snowfall. Who well, has the, so, who has so the best we, show on we, TV? What we have to do here, what we mm-hmm. have to do, okay, is we have to separate the original Power with uh, Omari Hardwick, which is the the, the OG Power, mm-hmm. from Michael Rainey's Power, his show, Power Book, Ghost, Power yep. Book Two, Ghost, Ghost yep. Power Book, Ghost Book, um. Yeah, and, and then Snowfall is better than his show. Okay. Snowfall is is absolutely better than his show. <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah, Snowfall has better actors. It has better writing. Come on, bro. What, what's happening? I mean, but but I appreciate that because I think it it turns it into more. You know how I like to turn things into sports. I think it turns it into a sport, and it keeps us watching both shows. Yeah, and it's it's two black talented young black men who are doing great things. Uh, both shows that were created by black men. Yeah, Power with Fifty Cent, um, Snowfall with uh, John Singleton, rest in peace. So it's just, I just look at it as fun, healthy competition uh, to just keep pushing the culture forward. Snowfall is a great show. It's on like its fifth season, and it's also very early for um, uh, Power Book Ghost. Yeah, and then the the spinoff. Shout out to Fifty Cent, who's one of my favorite uh, celebrities of all time. Just someone who's uh, just turned his adversity into just like triumphs and and success and new opportunities even like he's one of the first people he's probably you know how people would say like that dude 6ix9ine is the greatest troller or like Lil Nas X is the greatest troller 50 Cent was the very first he was the one where people was like saying he was broke and he would like lay down on a a whole bed full of money be like I'm broke you know know what he did I think because he's so smart there was something going on with his finances and so he um Filed for bankruptcy, but he still had like a 
a lot of money. Yeah. So when people were saying he was broke, he would do stupid stuff. Like he would dress in really like tacky clothes and he would like <laughs> drive it a little like real small car. He was doing a lot of funny stuff. He's just a funny guy, man. Yeah. But he's a smart guy and I appreciate it. I read his book too. Um, uh, I think it's, I don't think it's called Give It Your Die Trying. It's called something. He wrote a book, like an autobiography kind of book. It might be um, called Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, maybe. It might be. Whatever the name of that book is that, that he wrote, I read it and it was great. A lot of insight in there. Um, you get insight into his brain, insight into his business uh, tactics and why he does things the way that he does. He's someone that really embodies um, adapting to um, to what's going on around you without changing who you are. So I appreciate that. He continues to evolve and is something um, to learn from and to... Yeah, to be inspired by. So I appreciate uh, Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. Appreciate John Singleton and all his excellent work. Yeah, um, who's also a legend. He's given us so many timeless, timeless movies, timeless product that we can art that we can live with forever. His work belongs in the history books. Michael Rainey Jr. We've watched him grow up from that that little boy. Yeah, the first episode of Pop. He's a little boy. And now, <laughs> Now nah, he's a he's a grown man and he's carrying his own show. So more success. I don't really watch that show because I don't. There are a couple bad actors on it that I don't rock with. Yeah. Um, um. But I do. I try to watch it to support, but I don't actively keep up with it. But I definitely watch Snowfall every week. Yeah, same. Snowfall is definitely one of my favorite shows. I did start watching the new Power because I was such a uh, fan of the original Power. Yeah. Uh, and it you know it wasn't anything that anything wrong. I just kind of stopped watching. Like, it lost my interest a little bit. Like, I wasn't necessarily curious to find out what was going to happen next. Yeah. Um, and with Snowfall, that has never happened. I will say, though, that this current season of Snowfall was very slow starting out. But it mm. has picked up. I don't like how they did my boy Peaches. I don't like how they did that. I don't like I don't, I don't like how they how they, they made him out to be. I don't Shout like out how, to D-Ray. Shout out to D-Ray, man. I don't like how they did my boy Rob. That was dirty. So that's the thing about good writing, right? Franklin and his whole crew, they're not good people. Mm -hmm. Franklin's a drug dealer. We've watched them kill many people. Yeah. But but good writing, when you set up the protagonist, even though the protagonist is a villain. You like him. You like him. So like when they had the situations with the... the, um, his his first girlfriend's father being the cop, and it's like we're treating the cop as if he's the villain... That's yep. good writing right there. Shout out to John Singleton and all the writers involved. That's There are a lot of great shows that do that. Like Sons of Anarchy does it. Um, Breaking Bad does it. Um, the shows where the characters that you does it. Joe's not a good guy, right? Yeah. But we're like rooting for people to get away with crime. So shout out to all the writers who are being creative and, and really using their skills to uh, keep things interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And kind of piggyback going transitioning off of shout out to all the creators yeah. i'm excited to talk about this next topic um the grammys just happened shout out to the grammys and um yeah and you know the grammys is one of the biggest nights in music um it's and the biggest night. yeah and um i think we should talk about you know some of the winners some of the moments some of the performances mm-hmm. uh silk sonic cleaned up they cleaned up um, Silk Sonic won. They won. Was it Artist of the Year? Um, here I have see. to pull it up here. 
Same. So um, go ahead. Record record of the year was "Leave the Door Open" by Silk Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, song. Of, yeah, "Leave the Door Open." Record song of the year and record of the year for "Leave the Door Open." Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't is, win album of the year, right? Uh, n- no, I think. Um, let me see. That album was, the guy, was oh John John Baptiste. John Baptiste. Yeah. yeah. Who's uh he? You know what? He's one of those guys, man, who who's incredibly talented, and he just does his own thing, and he doesn't worry too much about what else is That's going it. on around him. That's it. Uh, I appreciate him. Um, what I will say about this this year's Oscar, I mean the Oscars, Grammys, is um. As far as like rap and hip hop goes, they kind of they kind of dropped the ball. It was a it was a low key for music this this past year. Music it was a down year for music in my opinion. Okay, um, I think Doja Cat got one, one right? Grammy as a yeah, duo. With the duo yeah. yeah, the pop duo with with SZA for "Kiss Me More," and I think Doja should have walked away with about three or four of those. Because which ones would you have given her? I think she could have got a song of the year with um, what's the name of that song? I'm not helping my case because I can't remember the name of the song. But no, okay. I, I'll have to probably l- kiss me more. Like, um, I think kiss me more was probably one of the one of the biggest songs. Absolutely of the year. Um, absolutely. I'm not sure that it was She's, bigger than leave the door open, but it was definitely one of the I, biggest songs. It was. Of the year. I think what made it weird is because I feel like leave the door open came later in the year, um, and I just feel like Doja Cat was carrying like music for the whole year until then you know what i mean mm-hmm. so then it's like uh okay i'll i guess i'm looking at her album now and i'm trying to see nope she dropped two albums this year i mean in 2021 oh say so didn't even know how was yeah, that not the song yeah, yeah. of the year maybe that maybe because this is a deluxe let me see if i'll have to look it up Say So came out in 2019, but it was still technically on that album, the deluxe version. So maybe okay. they don't count deluxes as maybe from the original date of it dropping, not from, you know what I mean? Like Did not she, from, um, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm surprised that she didn't win uh, New Artist of the Year, like pr- the, the year before this one. I don't think she would have won this year. She's not. I don't know what anymore, that's about. Like, I feel like they fronting well, on her. And I think actually, Meg that Stallion the, won that, that award, though. I, then that's that's close. Yeah. But uh, on top of all that, you see the other person that we didn't mention at all, who had one SZA. of the greatest years in music. SZA? No. I'm sorry. You, I thought you were talking about with the duo with the. No, I'm talking about in the Grammys in general. Okay. Who 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 had one of the biggest years in music? And oh. matter of fact, the biggest last couple of years, and he didn't well, get mentioned. Well, because we we know he doesn't submit his music anymore. It's insane the politicking that happens sometimes. When somebody is carrying music and breaking streaming records, um, breaking streaming records, breaking all kinds of records with his music. Talk about the weekend, the, by the way. We are absolutely talking about Abel. We're talking about the weekend, and it's just it's unfortunate that so much has to. It's like they try to stop you. The weekend not getting a Grammy the same year that he did the uh, Super Bowl halftime show reminds me of the year when. This is a this is a, a hot take because the weekend is not LeBron, but do you remember the year when LeBron was runner up for Defensive Player of the Year, and he lost to Mark Gasol? That's crazy. Yeah, and then we pull the numbers up. It, 
LeBron had a better year. Yeah. But they, for some reason, the politics, they just gave it to Marcus Gasol because they didn't want him to win, like, MVP and it's defensive too much, player of the year. too much winning. It's too much winning, but it's what people have to – it's like – it's like giving kids participation trophies. Yeah. You know what real. I mean? You should reward people for excelling. You know, you reward people for excelling, but you can't go too high. There's always a ceiling for black men. Like, hey, man, look, you're doing great, but you can't win all the awards. You know what I mean? Like, right. But if you earn them, then why can't you? Yeah, so it's it's real. unfortunate. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. I'm, I love that Silk Sonic won, like, they had their clean sweep, and they won, like, three or four awards. Um, the fact that... Uh, where is it? Rap album of the year went to Tyler the Creator. Sure, yeah. Like we we can take that, but there were a lot of other rap albums that should have been not only been nominated, uh, but probably should have won. Um, Kanye West Jail was not the hip hop song of the year, and we all know that. Yeah, like come let me see on, the bro. other nominees, um, because that's important too. Jail, you think Jail was song of the year? Was Absol- rap song of the year? Absolutely no, it's not. Absolutely not, and that's no that's but, no dig at Kanye because Kanye's one of my favorite artists ever. So it's like, what we, we got, doing here? We got to see what the, who the other nominees right. were because that makes a difference. Because I mean, if they were competing against the right people, here. Yeah, let's let's go best rap song. Um, I think I got the list rap here right okay. here. Okay. I don't know what year this is. Okay. Uh, it pulled up. It pulled up something from two thousand four. It pulled up that's juicy. Insane. No, nah, I put, it put up diamonds. Uh, diamonds all forever. That's crazy. Let me see here. Oh, okay, I, I got I got some stuff here. I have the whole list on the Grammy website now. So if you're looking for a specific category, let me know. Okay. Um, R&B, best traditional R&B. What's the difference between uh, best R&B performance and best traditional R&B performance? Couldn't like who, who 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 gets to decide what's considered traditional and what's not? The Academy. Why you don't see that with country music? You know what I'm saying? You don't see that with predominantly white genres where they feel like they need to switch it up like that. Because it's not as broad. That's weird. Just being honest, I mean, it is, it's very straightforward. Uh, and that's not a shot either, but I'm just like, it just... I don't think that this should be a traditional and then a regular one. Like, what is that? Yeah. But... Yeah, I got I got it right here. Best rap song, the nominees were... Uh, you got Jail. You got um, My Life. Who's that? Uh, J. Cole, 21 Savage, Murray, Family Ties. Who's that? Kendrick Lamar, Baby Keem, who's uh, Kendrick Lamar's cousin. Uh, that was I think out of this group of songs, I would have gave this one to, uh, who is it? Sweetie and Doja Cat. What song? For, for Best Friend. That's my best uh, friend. Okay. She a real man. That was, a, that was a hit. In what way, though? The, TikTok? It don't matter. I mean, we we use that to. I mean, we just talked about how TikTok took my song in five yeah. weeks uh, not, past not, a song that I have for five years, and not a shot at a song being a TikTok hit. I just I feel I know that TikTok made the song more popular, but I, just, I, I can't even call it just a TikTok song because I've heard that song in NBA commercials. Yeah. I've heard it in numerous uh, like you know uh, endorsement commercials. You know, like I think like soda commercials and. Um, was it like a Beast commercial or a champion? It was some sort of uh, other, yeah. a bunch of commercials. I was playing 2K the other day. 2K is, of course, it comes off as a predominantly male um, because it's NBA. Sure. Uh, even though, of course, women play it. Best Friend is on that soundtrack. So it, that song has such great sync value yeah. that it's been put in so many different places. Commercials, video games, 
all kind of even on TikTok and they move like that. Where else have you heard jail other than Kanye's uh, album release? It's a good point. I mean, I I'm trying to give reason to why <laughs> Kanye won with jail. I'm not mad at jail. Like I, I think that jail was a, a strong s- song off mm-hmm. of the album. Um, I just I feel like I have to remember what award show we're talking about when we talk about these winners. Yeah, and who's involved? Who won? Who's Jay-Z involved? And Kanye West. Yeah. And that and that's the answer to the question. Yeah, I I definitely would have gave that to Sweetie and um, and Doja Cat. A lot of but, politics. You know, at, yeah, I I could see them when you politic not wanting to give Sweetie one yet because she doesn't even have an album. Um, but at the same time, they liked her. Her won a bunch of Grammys, and she had it wasn't an album. She said it was. She got up there and she was like, it wasn't even an album. It was like a, a mixtape or EPs. Yeah. Um. So. You know, but uh, shout out to Sweetie. Definitely shout out to Doja Cat. But Doja yeah. Cat was carrying music um, throughout the pandemic, and I don't think that's to be overlooked. Shout out to Sweetie because she's doing great things. People crack jokes on her a lot, saying she can't rap or whatever. But she's definitely grown on me. Mm-hmm. She's honing her sound. I didn't like her first couple songs, but I respected them um, for the the impact that they made. Um, but she's definitely been honing her sound and figuring out how what works for her, um, and she's consistently working. So. You can never hate on somebody for doing that. Nope. Nope. You can never hate on somebody for that. Never hate on somebody for consistently working. Uh, another insane. artist that cleaned up was Olivia Rodrigo. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of learning about her. I know that yeah. um, kind of the younger generation is, is all about her. Um, I saw her perform and I, mm-hmm. at the Grammys, and I thought, I thought, I thought, I mean, she's good. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I see sure. why they gravitate to her. She has good music. Um, and yeah, shout out to her. I I wanted to ask you, were you able to catch Justin Bieber's performance? No. All right. So Justin Bieber had a really, really like laid back, stripped down performance. Like I felt like they were just like at rehearsal almost, or like performing at like a small venue and having fun. Like so far sounds. Yeah, there it is. So far sounds, but they were like so far sounds like New York on mm-hmm. a rooftop. Um, and Did you like it? It was cool. I could have gone without um, how long the part. So he started out on the piano and was mm-hmm. clunking out chords um, <laughs> um, to it. And Justin Bieber can play the piano. He can play the guitar. I don't know. He was clunking them. Um, he was playing like me on the piano. Mm-hmm. and um, he, was showing, he was just trying to, trying to act like he could play. Yeah, but he I could, probably. He could plug out some notes, but he didn't come off like a piano player. Nah, nah. He should have got on the guitar. But he, um, he, you know, it, whatever. I'm a Justin Bieber fan uh, anyway, so I'm not, I'm not trying to play him. But uh, he, 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 it was a long time. Like, it felt like about three to four hours of him playing these chords out. And he's, he did um, Peaches. And then he mm-hmm. gets up off the piano, walks to the main stage, and then he has Giveon and Daniel Caesar up there. Um, and then there was a band, and I, I and apologize for not knowing who it is. I think that they're a well-known band who was actually playing behind them and it just mm-hmm. it just felt good like it was a feel good performance um and they were just chilling but you know who was mm-hmm. really chilling daniel caesar yeah he was chilling and that's an artist that we probably need to talk about um one of these episodes not to, we don't got to talk about today True. um but <laughs> we should talk about daniel caesar and kind yeah. of what happened with him where he is now uh, but we, we'll get to that. Giveon was giving a performance 
Um, he was like, I'm, this is my moment. I'm, I'm on the Grammy stage. I'm trying to perform. And yeah. Justin Bieber was like, I've been here. And yeah, th- that's the, that's the thing, man. What about politics? Cause you, you know, when peaches in that album came out, right? The album came out in like 2020. Mm. Let me see. Let me see. Is that this album? Maybe it's not. Whose album is peaches on? Justin. That's his song. Does he have another album that I'm missing? Uh, I don't think Okay, no, that's 2021. That's 2021. But what's my Peaches, bad. What album was that on? That's on his uh, Justice. Justice album. Yeah, Justice. Yeah. yeah. That's tw- so that's 2021. My bad. Do you think that he should have had that long of a slot with the year he had? What well, do you think that he was that prominent in that yeah, year? It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. If you're trying to tell me that if Beyonce drops one song, in 2021, she shouldn't get a long slot when she's ready to perform. I'll take that. You know what I mean? Like it. they got they, yeah. it's it's their tenure. It's a it's a level of respect. Like Justin got Bieber it. has how many Grammys? You know what I mean? Like if he is willing to come to the Grammys and perform, give that give that man his time. Like sure. Um, I think. Do you do you think that that takes away from newer artists who who've like been who like had a a killer year? You know what I mean? I'm sure, but I mean it's kind of like earning your stripes, like. It's not. It shouldn't be your first time performing. It shouldn't be your last time performing at the Grammys. So yeah, it. kill it. You know, get get your get your one song in. Um, even Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is one of the biggest biggest artists. She didn't have that much time. Um, yeah. but her set was cool. I, I, I think that's politicking too because she she just wants some. Uh, she's won an Oscar too. Yeah. Like she's been cooking. So I think they're kind of like, all right, girl. And she's a headliner right. at Coachella. Yeah, um, and I don't know if that's one of our topics, but uh, Kanye was pulled out of Coachella, by the way. I saw that. Yeah, 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 I saw that. He was a headliner. They're replacing him with, oh, guess who? The Weeknd. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wouldn't be mad at that replacement. Nope. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. Because, you know, it's easy that's to respect. be mad at who they replace and you pay that much mm-hmm. money for your tickets. Yeah. Um, Wow. People would come in here, Donda. Yeah. Donda. Hopefully they Shout have similar. One and two. Hopefully they have, yeah. Hopefully they have similar fan bases though. Um, I'm trying to think if yeah. there's anything else I wanted to talk about, but yeah, the Peaches performance was chill. It was cool. It wasn't anything like major. It, it just sounded cool. Like I feel like it just would have been cool to be in the building and hear, hear mm-hmm. all three of them up on on stage and just vibing. It was a vibe. That's what it was, honestly. Sure. Yeah. Um, Jasmine Sullivan, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan, man. Finally getting nice. what she deserves. I was waiting to get to it. Yeah, man. Come on, she she finally getting what she deserves. So she took home, uh, pick up your feelings, one R and B performance yep. of the year, and then yep. hotels. You know, uh, yep. Hotels one R and B album of the year. It, it honestly was up there. Yeah, it was up there. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I can't. Can you think of any other R&B albums that came out that year in 2021 that you're like, mm, maybe it'll beat that? I was going to ask, do you have the nominees pulled up for that one? Yeah. It I don't is. know. I don't know that. I don't know that. R&B anything. albums, Hotels. Yeah. Back in My Mind, Her. Mm. Okay. Gold Digger Sounds, uh, Leon Bridges. Okay. Uh, we Are, John Baptiste. Yeah. Or Baptiste. And then Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies by Snow Allegra. That sounds like a play. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm about to go down to the to the uh, the theater right now. I got two tickets to see Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. <laughs> yeah, I heard Danny Glover in this production. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard Danny Glover. <laughs> I heard Danny Glover. Danny Glover is in his production. Yeah. <laughs> and Whoopi Goldberg actually is coming to the That's to the show on, tonight too. So I'll definitely be there. Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. <laughs> Shout out to Snow Allegra. <laughs> Shout out to Snow. 
That's crazy. But uh, yeah, out of those albums, I would have definitely gave it to uh, Jasmine or her. Yeah. Those are the two. Yeah, they, they got that. They got this one right. For sure. Yeah, they got that right. Um, Jasmine, I, I wonder, if, are those her only Grammys? Because if so, I they was think, definitely playing her. I think so. I think that's why it was such a big deal. Um, what makes that interesting is, you remember when Jasmine Sullivan first came out? If these are, are her only Grammys, um, remember when she first came out and she had Lions and Tigers and Bears? Yeah. That How was that song not not a not a Grammy song? Still a hit. Like, that song was so well written. Yeah, it's still a hit. It's insane. People still be performing uh, at open mics. That song was so good. She has some joints. Yeah, she has some joints. Jasmine Sullivan has been consistently giving us great, great content. In great love music. with another man. Yeah, yeah. Jasmine Sullivan is like she's kind of like the best of both worlds, where she gives you more uh, like mainstream vibes, but she also still gives you like a Layla Hathaway feel too. She's gonna give you vocals, and you know I absolutely. you know I appreciate a good vocal. Yeah, absolutely. Shout yeah, out to man. Jasmine Sullivan, man. She deserves. Shout that. out to her. Uh, I think that's honestly kind of all I really wanted to touch on. Um, mm. think Some people were up in arms about uh, the reggae um, group that won Soja. Yeah, not being black. Are you familiar with Soldier? Nope. So they're from here. I know. I know Soldier Boy. That's crazy. Yeah. Young Drake. You know, you know Young Big Draco. Big Draco. Um, yeah, Who so just had his first kid. Congrats to him. Oh, that's cool. Um, Soldier is actually. I'm. I'm. I believe Soldier's from Arlington. Okay. Um, they are from here. I've known about Maybe. them um, for uh-huh. many years now. Because of that, mm. um, but also maybe they were at, the, or you think they were at the Whammies when we were there? I doubt it. I doubt that. Not the were. Grammys. The not the Grammys. <laughs> the Whammies. <laughs> the Whammies are the local Grammys of the DMV, uh, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia. I don't necessarily think that they were there that night, um, mm. but not yet. I do. I do know people had an issue with it, and um, you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But with me knowing about this group for many years, sure. they they've been putting in work. Like they have, yeah. they have been putting in work in that genre, um, true. And I can understand people's frustration as to why they won, um, but I don't want people. And this is okay if it's a hot take, and if people kind of you know clap clap back or whatever the case is. We gonna clap back. We haven't had to clap back in a minute. That's cool. I don't want people to associate genres with race. We can't do that because we are in every race. And I don't, and we can we can associate we can associate the root of the genre with races. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Good cleanup. That's fine. I mean, no, but like I don't want people to be like SZA and uh, Doja Cat to not be able to win Pop Song of the Year because they're not white. Like I would hate that because they deserve it and they're they're thriving in that genre. I, I appreciate that, bro. I think some people would probably push back on that because. They are what's what's the, what's the black country guy's name who was getting a lot of a lot of slack because that's not Darius Rucker is it? Uh, Darius Rucker, yeah, he's the, the black country artist who was definitely getting a lot of slack when he was uh, when he first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, hey man, I understand what you're saying. Sometimes we people like we feel like in our cultures that we got to kind of protect what to protect something that comes from the culture because it feels like other cultures do it but black people don't. So um, there's a there's a, a section of black people and black consciousness that feels like we have to be a little hypersensitive to that and not necessarily keep relinquishing 
um, you know, like giving everybody a pass. Everybody don't get a pass. But I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I mean, if they earned it and they've been working for it, for sure. If it don't feel like politics and they feel like, you know what, these dudes really had the best year out of everybody else, then, then absolutely. Yeah. Like Eminem is one of the greatest rappers ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no denying that. So, like, even when people try to be like, man, this white boy, he rapping. No, no, no. Eminem is still one of the greatest rappers ever. Like, he's he's top five all time. And, and that's, it is what it is. So, respecting that, it just, it just is what it is. Nobody ever talks about Tina Marie. Tina Marie is one of the greatest uh, soul, R&B soul. I don't even think it's, like, considered disco or whatever disco music dance. they was making. Yeah. Dance. Her and, and Rick James. I'm Rick James. Like... When you got it, you got it. Mariah Carey is an R and B artist, even though like they try to consider her pop. Um, yeah. You know what I mean. So respecting that, and and also with pop music, pop music is definitely not a white genre thing. I think in the past like decade, it um, most of the artists who have been coming out as pop have been considered white. But Frank Ocean's music is considered pop. Beyonce's music is considered pop. Rihanna is considered pop. Mm-hmm. So like Jason Derulo is considered pop. So you got these people who they they're not afraid to to bend genres and things like that. So I respect it all. And so shout out to Soldier. Shout out to Big yeah. Soldier. Yeah. I mean, and I I do I do expect some people to have some pushback and that's cool. Like I just don't want people to get it twisted with mm. looking at a winner and seeing skin tone and not necessarily listening to the music. Yeah. What is the music? I respect that. How does the music sound? You know what I mean? Like yeah. and then again Put the shoe on the other foot. Mm. I release I release a song in a, a within a genre that is white heavy, and then mm. white people are saying that I don't deserve to win. Mm. I'm offended by that because you're not listening to my music. You put, most of people mm. that are, are coming that are coming for Soldier Pie have never even heard one or two of their songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they just saw saw these dudes that who are don't who don't have our color skin. And they're like, they don't deserve this award because it's a reggae genre. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think that that's not the, that's not the right way to go about it. Like, and as a person who loves music and uh, who who lives it, I listen to the music. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to the music, and um, I just want to make sure we, we are we're look, looking and listening in the right areas. We're not we're not looking right on the surface. I I'm, I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of that one. So, shout out to Soja. Um, and shout out to all the people who won at the Grammys, man. Like, I thought it was a cool year. The Grammys, there were there weren't any uh surprise mm-hmm. surprise slaps, nothing like yeah. that. Um, shout out to John Baptiste. I'm not too familiar with his music, but I'm gonna definitely uh, listen to it a, little, a, a lot more because he was highlighted heavily at the Grammys. Um, and this is kind of gonna segue us um, before we we close to Dua Lipa. Mm. So, um, Dua Lipa, (laughs) did Dua Lipa take home any awards? Um, If she didn't, I'll be, I would be very surprised. I think, I think, um, I think technically this is, I think that album low key might've been 2020 and not 2020. Oh, I see. She didn't release Um, any music after that album. Wow. Let me check and make sure. I don't see her name, man. That's yeah, crazy. Her, her Future Nostalgia, which is a, a classic album, that was 2020. And that's the one that had um, Levitating. And, and the, the songs are that good that the lifespan has They're lasted this long. That's what yeah. you want. 
Um, yeah. Well, the songs are that good for the album. Um, so we're going to jump into, um, we're going to listen to kind of something that she sent over to me about Dua Lipa, and then we'll jump into uh, kind of talking about it. So we'll listen to it now. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. Don Diablo se ha escapado, tú no sabes la que ha armado, ten cuidado, yo lo digo por sí. I was walking down the street when I saw all the times of soldier boy wink a wink a winking at me. He said, I'm riding at his body time, feeling ready, looking fine, you need to so yeah that was an interesting topic uh since you sent it over do you want to kind of take it away and explain your thoughts on yeah. it yeah yeah essentially uh dua lipa's big record uh levitating which we actually used um for the the recipe section i, I actually selected that song because i think it's a great song yeah um Dua Lipa is actually being sued and her and the producers and everything uh anyone who had anything to do with that song is being sued her label um because there, a band came out and said that they um released a song that sounded exactly like that years ago and that Dua Lipa and her team stole it um yeah it it's uh it happens one thing, um, it's like a dual lawsuit. Um, there's like a Florida reggae band called uh, Article Sound System, and they said that they stole her, her, they stole their sound, or Dua Lipa stole their sound from a song they released in 2017 called "Live Your Life." Um. So, in the, hmm, I'm trying to find the right words to say this, <laughs> in Western music, right. There are 12 notes. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have some things that are going to sound similar. Because they're, they're like my mother always says, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. As history goes on, as the world moves on, somebody is going to make something that sounds similar to what you have. It's going to happen. You know, the music follows waves. Uh, where all of a sudden everyone is using the same drum pattern when you see it works, like when um, Drake was dropping like one dance and, and, and during that al- that era uh, a few years ago when everyone started making like reggae-esque beats or, or Afro-pop beats and uh, or in like 2009 where everyone had the same drum pattern as Buy You a Drink by T-Pain, um, Blame It on Alcohol, those are the same songs. Mm-hmm. Um, the same, same beats, same pattern. So those things happen. Um, if I've always been a, a person who said, if you didn't intentionally steal somebody's stuff, sometimes there'll be something you never even heard before. If you didn't intentionally do it, then you don't have nothing to worry about. Just make sure you got the dates, you got the stamps. Right. You know what I mean? Make sure you got the, the time stamps where you can say, I made this song this day. Uh, I remember Justin Bieber got sued. Somebody tried to sue him for sorry mm-hmm. because one dude had a, uh, like a song where he was singing and it sounded like that sample from Sorry to uh, yeah. uh, sounded exactly the same. And Justin Bieber had to defend himself and actually go in, pull his vocals and say, no, 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 this is actually my voice just pitched higher. And it just so happens to sound similar to that person's oh, song, okay. whatever they had. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, it happens. And if you do sample somebody's work, pay them. You yeah. know what I mean? If you didn't, then we'll keep it moving. So what what I sent you today was a video. There's a guy on TikTok who um, he plays like samples, right? So he'll play a, a song with a sample in it, and then he'll show you the original song. 
bunch of people who do that now. But in this one particular video, he actually showed about five different songs that have the same pattern of um, like melody pattern and, and rhythmic pattern in the verses as the, the verse that Dua Lipa has in her song, as well as um, the band who's suing her. So like that, if you want to go on, you know, like that moving down the scale. Yeah. And I think that's something that hopefully Dua Lipa's team and everybody found because then you can make a case like, yo. But at the same time, when I listen to the band's song, the groove on the song is the same. So like it's giving that same funk kind of vibe. Right. That's going to be a little hard to get past because there's a difference between just the, the verse sounding the same, but the verse and the overall song yeah. feeling exactly the same, that's going to be tough. That's going to be almost as tough as... When Robin Thicke and them got sued mm. for Blur Marvin Gaye's Blur Lines, yeah. Blur Lines was, a, was an amazing record. It, not bigger than Got to Give It Up, but nasty. That was some nasty. Yeah, Robin Thicke didn't handle that very well, and I kind of think he um, pre-provoked it. Provoked he pro- it. he provoked that. Yeah, because he was he was talking big talk. Um, but yeah, so hopefully they can work that out, and uh, maybe Dua Lipa can and her team can just meet with them people and just like. If it turns out that they really copied them, or maybe her producer copied them and she didn't know, you know, it just right. happens yeah. to I'm fall sure on her name. Happened. I'm sure that's what happened. If that's what happened, man, throw them some bread, get them some royalties on that joint moving forward. Yeah, and then maybe you can take them on tour with you, or 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 highlight that that band because a lot of people never heard of them. Yeah, maybe you can help elevate their career uh, with that because it's unfortunate. Your music is is your babies. They're like your your kids. So like, someone stealing your work, you know what I mean. That's not that's not gonna feel too good. Yeah. Someone literally taking your work that you put out and, and and pushing it as their own will never never sit well. That's it, that's copyright infringement. That's um, you're stealing people's IP. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully that works out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, I think you said it honestly. I think that um, she probably had no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't you know you're not involved in the entire process of your songs being created. She probably yeah. didn't know that the producer pulled, um, if the producer did that. Um, also, she might not have even written it. So, yeah. with that melody line, you know, looking, sounding very similar to the others, yeah. she probably had no idea. She's probably just as surprised as us. And um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that there's ways to handle it. Hopefully, she has. A, I'm sure she has a strong team behind her. Um, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, for those smaller artists, they're probably not going to get as much out of the deal as they would like. Um, so, yeah. This is one of those situations where people have to learn to negotiate. Yeah. Because if somebody steals my song, I don't know if it depends on who they are. I don't know if just asking for money is the best option. Nah. nah. You know what I mean? You're a small artist here, you get the money, but these people don't just have money. They have the connections and they have the network to put themselves in these positions. So it might behoove you to add some other things into that into that little settlement yeah. package. Like, you know what? Yeah, you can throw me a couple of dollars. You can throw me some royalties and all that. But actually, you're going to get me in there with your label. We're going to have a sit down. We're going to strike a new deal or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Finding ways to, to negotiate when, when you have the leverage is so important. It's so important. And a lot of art, a lot of people don't see past, you know, like the, the closest thing. It's like, all right, it's about the money or it's about signing this big deal right now, you know. But you're not thinking ahead. So hopefully yeah. that band can finesse that situation into something bigger for themselves if they want it. Or just take the bread if you want it. But they're, if, if their music was copied, then they're owed that. So Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Um, mm. I'm interested to see what happens with that. And yeah. I don't think that it's going to put any type of, uh, any type of dent in Dua Lipa's success or all. strides that she's been taking. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting about that song too, is that song is actually three times bigger than we think it is because it also had remixes with Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. Remixes with the baby on the who's a large artist. So the amount of revenue that they're probably brought in on behalf of that song is insane. Yeah. If you stole that song, if the root of that song was stolen, get them people their money. Give them one percent, they they'd be good. Don't give me one percent. You, <laughs> you stole my song. You stole my song. You giving me the bulk of it and, and keep the little 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 bit. Of yeah. Whatever. That's what they deserve. I'm not sure that's what they will get. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they're gonna have to prove that they did steal it. That's gonna be the hardest part. Yeah. And copyright cases are very hard to prove. I want to say, and paying for a lawyer and having a team like that against an artist who has a record label lawyer yeah. defending them. Yeah. They'll probably burn out first. Yeah. Unless they got somebody who wanted to take that crazy uh, pro bono. Because it's going to be uh, heavy in the media. Could be. Yeah. Speaking of artists uh, and, and artist lawyers, uh, for the artists who are here in the DMV area, there's a company called um, Wala Washington Area uh, it's Washington Area Lawyers for Artists. It's, a, it's an organization that you can look up. Uh, Brent and I are both members of that organization. Mm-hmm. But it, it puts you in contact with... Uh, Lawyers who work specifically for artists, you pay like a, a membership fee, which is not very high, but you also get open to a network of other artists, network of other like lawyers who work in entertainment, and also they put on different seminars and things um, in the in the city. So like they'll put on socials and they'll do. I went to a couple of their courses um, before, um, and it's just it's just good stuff. So it just made me think of that, and I just thought, you know what. Um, let me put that out there. It's a nonprofit in D.C. called Washington Area Lawyers um, for the Arts. Mm. Uh, so DMV artists, look that up. Um, it's a great resource for you to have under your belt. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, uh, we all need to have some type of representation because there's going to be a point in time where you're going to have a contract in front of you and yep. you want to make sure you know what you're doing and what you're not willing mm-hmm. to do. Um, or you might have situations like this where, you know, you might find yourself in a <laughs> A legal bind because uh, you have a song that you released with great success where you find mm-hmm. out that it kind of stole from other people. So it's good to have. Um, I wanted to talk about this before we before we close out because mm-hmm. this is good news. Um, so there's going to be a five-part docu-series on record label Murder, Inc., which is set for this summer. That's hard. Um, yeah, so yeah. this is one of the most popular record labels in the early 2000s. The, the Irv Gotti founded Murder, Inc. Uh, it was just confirmed that a multi-part docuseries is currently in the works about the rise, fall, and hopeful redemption of Murder, Inc. The record yeah. label that gave us platinum-selling artists such as Ja Rule and Ashanti. I'm excited about yeah. it. I, I'm, I'm definitely Yeah, for sure. I, it's it's, it's going to be something to see. Um, I, you, you know, we talked about like my, my family's connections uh, to uh, yeah. like Murder, Inc. before. So I'm excited to see that. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a great history that's kind of, it got overlooked uh, mm-hmm. once, like, you know, like the 50 Cent era started, but we can't get it twisted and act like Ja Rule wasn't running the game uh, <laughs> yeah. before 50 came out. For sure. Ja Rule and those duets, and, and even before the duets, and, and like, Ja Rule was running it, Ashanti was running it, Ashanti wrote a lot of records that, that went to other people, like J-Lo and stuff like that, Um but they, they definitely put their work in, Irv Gotti put his work in, yeah. Irv Gotti and his brother Chris Gotti, shout out to Chris Gotti. Um, 
they put a lot of work in. Um, so it, it definitely should be highlighted. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, I'll definitely be uh, keeping you know keeping lookout for that. We need more of those about different um, like black record labels and black just black businesses in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't we don't get too many highlights about those. We'll get big movies um, like uh, about Facebook and, and Twitter, or there's one about uh, like Uber and, and different things like that. Let's let's get some about some uh, black businesses and, and show. It's always about representation and show these young black people that you know. We can do this, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's, it's we got it. We got to see that. Um, so I'm excited to see that. Shout out to Ja Rule. Uh, where, where was Ja Rule at the Oscars? We needed him for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we needed to hear what Ja Rule had to say about what happened at the Oscars. We did. Um, nah, we did. <laughs> what, what Dave say? He said, "Who cares what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this?" <laughs> Shout out to Dave Chappelle too. Yeah. Um, what you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. This is the record label that uh, was very big, um, especially mm-hmm. during the time when I was starting to um, get interested in becoming an artist and into music and stuff like that. Ja Rule mm-hmm. and Ashanti were all over the radio. I remember um, when I was doing a middle school talent show, all the girls were singing Ashanti songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to be kind of cool just to kind of dig into a lot of the things that were happening behind the scenes. And True. get into the why, um, yeah. the rise and the fall happened in Murder Inc. And as they say, yeah. the hopeful redemption of the record label. Uh, I'm always mm-hmm. rooting for a successful businessman, and um, yeah. you know, Irv Gotti. We know that the whole uh, uh, festival situation with Ja Rule was kind of the latest situation that we we heard from him, which was nuts. Um, Are we ready? <laughs> and- <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> and then with Ashanti, uh, you know, one of the latest things that we saw was her versus with uh, Keisha Cole, which was cool. Yeah. That was that was a cool night. So, she's um, on the floor on that now. Yeah, I mean, she has. I'm I'm excited for for the the people who were younger at the time, who were like a little too young to understand what was going on at the time when Murder Inc was uh, going through their situation. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for them to actually learn about. Like the the other things, like the court cases and the and the like the investigation and stuff that was right. going on. Not because a lot of people think that Fifty Cent was the downfall of Murder. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. So I'm excited for people to really see what that just happened to be something else that was going on. I'm excited for people to learn about what was really going on behind the scenes and like the there was like like the uh, money laundering case, all kind of crazy stuff going on that uh, they they were acquitted of all charges. Right. Uh, fun fact. But there was like a whole government investigation thing, you know. Uh, so I'm excited for people to learn about that. So that people need to get their facts straight because it's history that gets passed down. Yeah. And on top of whether we want to believe it or not, that's black history. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, you want to make sure those stories are told accurately. Um, so I'm excited for that. And, yeah, I'm always down to learn new things uh, about people. I'm sure there are going to be things that I don't know. Um and yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, we need more of those. I want one on like, give me one on rap a lot. Give me one on jive, not jive. What's the other one called? Yeah, I'll take one on jive too. Like you know, like all those labels uh, that were just like wherever um, Babyface was at. You know, the different places where they were like cooking and yeah. just putting putting records out. Like I want to know what was going on behind the scenes. We La- get them about Motown, the face, the face, yeah, the face, yeah, yeah. Like, give me, give me some of that. I, like, give me, 
give me all of that. I eat that up. You yeah. know what I mean? Hard pause. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, it'll be appropriate for us to end this off with a recipe of our favorite Ja Rule song. Um, what Ja Rule song you got, bro? I don't know, man. I was I was, I was, was trying to figure out which one. I, I like the one he has with, um, with Lil Mo in Vita. Mm, put it uh, put it on me. Yeah. I'm just not sure that I want that to be the uh the recipe. I w- I went out to um I went out I was randomly at a club one time. And, you know, that's not ra- that's not random, bro. That's not whoa, random. Whoa, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I'm I, I network. I'm <laughs> network. social outreach. I network. You gotta chill. Always out here networking I, for the pot. I got a network for the pod. To. So I was out. I was out one time with my bros, with, with, with Big Mike, Mike Esau, yeah, my my boy Mike. Shout out to Mike and his company because they Mike. just they just struck a deal. Entertainment. He has an entertainment yeah. company. And I'm um, I'm, I'm and part of that. I'm in it. I'm in that, Mike. I'm in that. You need to talk to Mike about that. <laughs> but they just struck a deal with Brooklyn on U Street. So like they're they're doing some great things. I was in there with Mike and my boy uh, my boy the Jinkster, Josh Jenkins. Uh, who's also a DJ and he's in the nightlife too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were up at Opera one time, and they're, they're DJing. You know, they're playing all the current stuff. They're playing a the little baby. They're playing all this. But then the DJ, when he wants to get the girls hype, he's like, "Ladies, sing this along. Sing this song with me." He's like, "What would I be without you?" And the yeah. girls like, "What would I be?" I was like, "Yeah." The song had nothing to do with anything else going on, but he knew that when he played that song, yep. he could do a call and response thing going on with the ladies, and the women sang that song. They still down. love it. What would I be without you? I was yeah. like, dang. They still, Shout out to Lil Mo. They still love it. Shout out to Lil Mo. From Baltimore. Yeah, so, shout out to Baltimore, man. Yeah. Baltimore has been producing some some very amazing people. For sure. So, yeah. Um, I'm not sure that we need to play uh, this Ja Rule song for the recipe. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm good on it. I, I think that um, <laughs> we've been able to fortunately get through everything that we had on the list tonight. Um. Mm-hmm. Which is always a good thing. Yeah. Was there anything else that you had? Man, I'm good, brother. I think um, I think we back. Yeah. As we talk our talk. Yeah. You can see in my eyes that I'm not playing. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we really musicians. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we and we drink, we drink. Yeah, we drink and we drink. Um, Surak. Uh, yeah, man. So like you said, we back. Uh, appreciate y'all sticking with us. We are trying a couple new things out, so um, this is a it's a good look. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're looking forward to the next episode of Whiskey Wednesdays. But for now, thank y'all for joining us. And uh, hold on, let's get let me get my let me get my get that thing get that thing. Yeah, cheers, cheers, brother. Here it is. Till next time. Till next time, gang. I gotta pee. <laughs> Hey, Brandon, pour me another one.